Today's video is all about you standing out in your sport. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode, episode 16 of the season 2 of the Race Driver Coach Show and we're on the road again. I really wanted to do this in the office but I can't because I'm not in the office again. Um, just finished a race weekend and now I've just been up to Oxford, Oxford University for a, tra uh, a training session with a driver. I just dropped him off with the lethal Stuart Wilde, and he is wild, uh, to do a fitness assessment slash brutal boot camp for two days um, and I'm just on my way back down south now so thought I'd do it on the road again because I've got to get this out I can't stop making videos I've got to keep contributing to you guys that are really putting in the effort to be race drivers to be the best race drivers you can be so I've got to make sure I bring my game and deliver on what I'm bringing to you so here I am on the iPhone and using the, this as a microphone again, so sorry about the quality. But today, I want to answer a question that only came in yesterday. But in saying that, it's come in last month, it's come in the month before that. The same person has emailed me over and over again, and other people, about this very subject, or related to this subject. And it's basically you, as an individual, as an athlete, standing out in your sport peacocking above all the other drivers so you attract more attention from race teams from manufacturers and from sponsors obviously but just so you're not invisible because too many of you are invisible in the sport there's drivers everywhere mediocre drivers fast drivers drivers that are not really good enough but you all seem to be on the same platform nobody's really standing out like if you look at UFC We've got the fight coming up with Khabib and um, Conor McGregor. Now, just answer me this, right? This is an extreme example, but you look at UFC, and I bet you, since Conor McGregor stopped fighting, stopped, he just paused so he could go and play with Mayweather and all that, it's been two years, right, since his last fight, and I bet you the popularity of UFC took a nosedive and it's just been flatlined since he hasn't had a fight and now he's coming back now he's uh, probably created a bit of a storm in the media because of his court case against Khabib when he threw that dolly at the coach that Khabib was in I should think that was a bit of a marketing ploy for to get him back on the scene but um, anyway whether it is on purpose or not you know for a fact that UFC popularity when that fight happens later this year it's going to spike again. Why is that? Really, it's because Conor McGregor. He, he says he's bigger than the sport. I'm kind of starting to believe that now. He is as big, if not bigger, than the sport. If he's fighting, there's a spike in the popularity of what, you know, how many people are watching the fights, how much is in the media. So you can't deny that that one person, due to his mouth, due to his work ethic, due to him being bloody good, is raising the profile of the sport and every sport needs it athletics or should I say sprinting needed Usain Bolt boxing needed Muhammad Ali in motorsport 
we have got these stars, but we haven't got somebody who is single-handedly taking the sport by the scruff of the neck and raising its profile. We haven't got that so much. The culture doesn't seem to be shocked into uh, the public watching. We need that. We need somebody who we are fascinated about. You know, Hamilton's the closest we've got to it in F1, but even that, still not bringing it to, to having some kind of star that raises the profile. Because I tell you what, if any sport gets this star, everybody wins. Sponsors come. People start to watch it on TV. You start to get more athletes want to do that sport. So you just get that one person who raises the profile of the sport and it goes through the roof. Everybody wins. And I'm not going to say that you can do this single-handedly because not many people manage to do it because you need so many things in place for you to be able to even showcase your talent and showcase your personality to bring this in. So I just want to bring it down to your individual world because really, at the end of the day, if you've got the personality to stand out, that's great. But I want you to stand out within your own career, to be the brand, to be something you can sell, to have the kind of presence in the sport that allows you to attract sponsorship easier, it allows you to attract teams easier and that manufacturer deal. Because that's what you're after, really. Honestly, that is what you're after. You want a paid drive, and if you're in a paid drive already, you want to get the next paid drive. You want to peacock even more above all the other drivers. So today I just want to give you a few hints, and oh, the question was by Wes, by the way, and it's quite simply, how do I stand out in my sport? So that's what inspired this video. And there's a few ways. Firstly, I want you to see it like a company. If you look at a company now, uh, now like iPhone, right? Should I say Apple? How do they peacock above Samsung? How did they do it? Because now we've lost the leader, Mr. Jobs. You can see a decline in the way the companies run. Now, all of a sudden, we've noticed, and it was pretty predictable, that once you lost Steve Jobs, the innovation has seemed to cease. Okay, the iPhone 6 was great. It was a big jump from the 5. Design-wise and everything, everything was pushed forward. But then 7 was pretty similar. iPhone 8 and X, okay, it's great, but people are not bothering to upgrade because you've still got the 6, which still looks okay. There's no peer pressure from the outside of not having the latest phone because it looks pretty similar to the last one, so no one will notice. So that innovation's not any, there anymore. I mean, Apple were known for inventing the mouse, inventing pretty much a desktop computer, the iPad, the iPod. They were coming out with so many inventions that forced us to, and everybody else, Samsung, to raise their bar. They were leading. They were seen as the people that were leading technology in that area. But now the spear, the figurehead has gone. You can see the decline. And... So even companies, they need that person to peacock. They need that one person to drive the leader. And so do you with your racing. So I really want to get into that. But I really want to say, look at a company now like Apple and just ask yourself, why do you tend to go that way? Or Samsung, why do you tend to go that way? Why do they stand out? And there's two things. It's the quality of the actual product and the marketing. And let's just look at them too, because they're the main two, but obviously there's others, there's other things there. But they're the main two. And I want to know, what's the quality of your product? As a driver, what can you bring? Before the marketing, what is the quality of your product? And that's got to be speed. 
Are you able to be faster than most drivers out there? Do you deserve to stand out through your speed? If not, do you think that's a pretty good place to start working? Because you've got to stand out as a driver that is fast. You've got to stand out as a driver that's one of the fastest. So a little tip here. If you're coming to the end of the season, you didn't do very well, but then you're thinking about stepping up a category, I don't think that's a very wise decision. How about staying in the category you're in, saving some cash in doing so, but next year actually dominate the damn thing? Don't just be up there and just about getting into the top 10 and just being this invisible driver. How about getting with the right team, making sure you've got the best car this time and being at the front of the grid, picking up pole positions, picking up race wins and hopefully picking up the championship. That's how you peacock. It's a sport. Remember that. There's no point you aiming to stand out in the sport and hoping to get all these people phone you to offer you a drive or sponsorship if you can't bloody win in the first place. You've got to be good. You look at the Lando Norrises and the people in the, in the sport at the moment that are attracting attention, it's because they're good. You know if you put them in the car, they're going to put you at the front or near the front. They're going to get the best out of that car, out of the engineer. They're going to allow you to drive the car forwards. I want that driver in my car because he or she is pretty much the best out there. No shit. <laughs> this is obvious stuff, but you've got to be quick. If you want to be a race driver that stands out, you must be one of the best that are out there. Also, thinking about that, you've got to be a people person. You've got to be able to drive, lead people. Not only are you driving a car, you're driving the team. The engineer isn't the one that's running your car, it's you. The mechanic's not running the car, the team boss, it's not them, it's you. You've got to stand out for being the boss. If you're quiet, if you don't really know how to turn the morale of the team around and you're not very quick, you've got no chance of standing out. So people skills, speed and people skills. You get them to, you're halfway there. The next thing I want to talk about, which is your equivalent to marketing, is how, what's your reputation like? What's your reputation in the sport? What do people say? Someone can find this out for you. You can tell someone, go into the market, tell me, phone up teams, ask them if they've heard of my name, and if so, what they think of me to have a drive with them. Don't ask them yourself. Get somebody else to ask and do a bit of market research on you. And if they say, I've never heard of him, I've never heard of her, oh no, they crash all the time, oh no, they've got a bad attitude, you know exactly then what your reputation is. This is important to know because then you can fix it. You must know what your rep is. And half of it's self-produced, uh, obviously, through social media. What's your social media like? What's your brand identity like? Have you even got a logo? Is it out there, stamped everywhere? These are all things you, where you've got to think like a company. If you want to stand out in the business world that is motorsport, it's a business world, then what are you doing to actually do that on the business side? So there's two sides, two things I really want you to work on. One is your speed, which is really obvious. You've got to be fast, so put yourself in an environment, in a championship, in a car that suits your style, that you, doesn't, you don't have to change too much, so it's a bit of an easy win. But dominate the damn thing and stand out for being way above that level. For everybody saying, man, you're good, man, you're standing out. You are so quick, much quicker than everybody else. What are you doing here? You should be in this championship instead. In fact, I'll help you. 
That's the kind of feedback you want. So go into an environment that gives yourself a shot. Even if you're aiming a bit low, get in there and win every single race. That's the way to stand out. And then on the business side, and obviously people side as well, you've got to drive the team, you've got to lead, you've got to be the kind of person that stands out as a person. If you look at all the entrepreneurs that have made it, like a Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg and all these, they're kind of eccentric. Richard Branson, because they're just in there and they know exactly what mission they're on and they drive people and they get people together. You need this side to you. You can't be a little, a little mouse in this sport. This is important to you. Make sure you wear that passion that you've got on the inside, on the outside. Make sure you have the work ethic that you outwork every single person in that team. If the engineer, if the coach is pushing you to work harder, there's a problem. You stand out by outworking your coach. You stand out by outworking that engineer. Then on the business side, do a bit of market research. What are people actually saying about you? And if it's negative, then it's about time you changed it. If you start to focus on these two areas, which is kind of three, but two areas, and make sure that every single week you plan how you're going to improve these two areas, you'll start to notice that you start to stand out. Just another thing is, I've just realized now, is get about. Make sure that you're at the race circuits. Even if it means you're coaching another driver, at least you're on the scene. You've got to be in people's faces. So as you're coaching, give that driver everything that's employing you. Give them all of your time as much as you can and all your effort. But now and then, just go and knock on the door of one of the race teams and just ask them if they've got a seat available. In fact, talking about being present, phone every single team that's in the championship above you and introduce yourself, saying, this is my goal, this is what I want to do. I want to be racing for you in two years' time, if you can't afford it just yet. Can you keep me on your books? Can you keep me in touch? Can you tell me the budget? Is there anything you can do to help me get that budget down? Or is there ways of doing this? And then if you do that, you make that contact and you do the lower championship, but you win it, they'll remember that. And you're sending them race reports, obviously, constantly. So get your name out there. That's marketing side of it. Talk to people all the time. If you want to stand out, they've got to know about you, which means you've got to talk to them or your manager has all the time. So get the speed. Get the people skills and market yourself. No different to a company. Stand out.